0: This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck Versus the Podcast, episode 100 for Monday, January 9th, 2012. And we have a Casey-centric episode of disgust. But first, a couple of quick, but not necessarily light, news hits. Mel?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how quick this is going to be, actually. Yeah. So, uh, the big news that's got everybody all riled up on uh, in the fandom is that NBC President Robert Greenblatt had uh, some comments over the winter TCA press tour last week that got people pretty riled up
2: mm-hmm.
1: when some reporter asked him if there was a chance for a last minute reprieve for Chuck i don't even know why i mean do they <laughs> if, if you're a tv reporter how are you asking that question at this point but anyway uh mr Greenblatt replied have you seen the ratings for chuck Unfortunately, that rabid fan base that was going crazy on the net didn't come to the show. Maybe it didn't come to the show because it was on Friday. But you think they would find the show? Show is doing a one rating. I think Chuck's time has come. It's over. Let's alert the masses. Well, ouch. Consider us alerted, sir. I mean, yeah. Okay, so a- as I said on the site when I first posted, he's not saying what anything that's not true. I mean, I would say you know 90% of Chuck fans can't disagree with what he's saying. We mm. knew the show was over already. I don't know why someone had to ask that question and get us all riled up again, but hey, gives us something to talk about, mm. but uh, dude, yeah. find a different <laughs> way to say it. Oh my gosh
2: <laughs> that
1: was kind of like I mean, it was kind of kicking us while we're down, really People yeah, yeah, yeah. creep the end, and then he goes and says that mm-hmm, not cool, dude
3: yeah, no, not not at awesome. All cool. <laughs> yeah, not awesome at all. Um I don't know. I hope he has really big plans for what he's, you know, got coming up for his term. Uh it better be good because he's just lost a bunch of fans right off yeah. the bat. So
0: Yeah. I mean there's 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 just a number of things. I mean, number 1, he didn't he didn't earn these fans. No. He wasn't around when all this was happening and so I mean, I, 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 guess I can, I can get that. He just doesn't know us.
1: Yes. He inherited us. He inherited the situation. He did give us the final 13 episodes. He approved that. Um, I think, you know, other people that were, that were there. Cause he just came on. When did he start fall, mm-hmm. fall of 2010. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, people that were already there said, you really need to give him a chance to wrap this up as a, you know, it's a gift to the fans, this is the right thing to do, and he did it. And for mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, I'm thankful that he did that. I think, and this is seems to be to me to be a natural conclusion for the show. I have no problem with that. Yeah, but that's not how you treat the Chuck fandom. Yeah, yeah. no, it, I mean,
3: you don't treat any fandom that way. But you know, these guys, we've how many we fought for every season that we've gotten. We've pretty much gotten to the point where we've settled into the fact that this is it. They're giving us great episodes. the showrunners I mean, come on they're really they're giving us a nice send off, so I think the fans were starting to calm down and then this yeah. guy comes along and um sorry, but bad call yeah bad well, call poor taste
0: the The other yeah. thing too is that um like that the the thing we mentioned on the last podcast about Chuck being the number one buzzed about show yeah. and, and like 3 times the buzz of the number 2 like 300% mm-hmm. more than Desperate Housewives and but the thing is what that is is that is free advertising for NBC yeah. like so that's that's all of these fans buzzing about NBC mm-hmm. like how how many of us or how, how many people watched Grimm because of Chuck, like, mm-hmm. being on Friday night? And and Grimm actually did a lot better than a lot of people thought it might.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, though, I mean, to play devil's advocate, all that buzz has not lifted NBC out of fourth place.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's but, that's but like I saying what moving saying. A, herd of, a herd of cattle. Like, you know. Yeah. It takes a lot to move a network from four, fourth place and it and that however many million people watched Chuck, you know, couldn't move a whole network, but no, still that was a lot of free advertising for them.
2: It was,
1: it really was. And it was a lot of, not just free advertising, but a lot of goodwill Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they were building up. And he just pretty much killed it all. There was actually a couple of people that said in the comments on ChuckTV.net that, you know, they had, they were, had been feeling grateful and thankful and that that one comment, you know, they were feeling very sentimental and nostalgic and grateful to NBC for you know five seasons and with that one comment, bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're done. See, that's what I mean.
3: That's what I mean. We're we had been at the point where we were okay. Everything was mm-hmm. cool, Chuck was coming to an end, we're grateful, thank you, NBC. And then mm-hmm. this guy comes along and basically pretty much kicks us in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. Whether you were right or wrong, you you don't need to say you don't say stuff like that to fans, the people who are going to be watching. those that you are going to try and put on the air
0: yeah.
3: um, on a weak network anyway. Sorry, but oops, mm-hmm. that's a major, major
1: nay, nay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, luck. I was actually, I was pretty excited about smash that's starting in February.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sure that by the time it rolls around, I'll be feeling a little more generous, but pretty much was like, man, that's I'm done. I'm not going to watch that. I can't. They just completely started me. It was like when CBS canceled Moonlight mm-hmm. back in 2008. Liz knows well, mm-hmm. people are I still mean, smarting I about I Fox. Just
0: people st- are still like 10, 11 years later, smarting about Fox's canceling Firefly. Firefly.
1: Oh yeah. I still smart over that. Yeah. But you know, I, and I did, I quit watching Fox for a while. I quit watching CBS for a while. I think I only watch one show on CBS now. Mm-hmm. Um, even five four years later. Yeah. I just, you know, don't don't take off your fans, people. No. How yeah. is that a smart business decision? Yeah, mm.
0: and, and, and to get even a little deeper, and I don't I don't I know we don't want to beat this to death, but um it is absolutely true. I mean Chuck was also it was the number one buzzed about show. It was also the number one pirated show, which is mm-hmm. not necessarily something to be proud of. Um, the, the ratings did go down to a 1.0 and down mm-hmm. to three something million when they used to be five million. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. And yeah. th- the thing is that when you get towards the fifth season of a the show, there's a certain natural attrition that happens. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but the thing is this rabid fan base is the kind of catalyst that you need when you're planting new seeds, when they're bringing out new shows. Mm -hmm. And so like, like what you said about smash, absolutely. He may not see the value in this, this, this group of, of online people, but this group of online people could have helped his next projects.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're not just talking about, you know, I mean, it's just the fans of Chuck, Chuck fans are not, they're angry right now. This guy's ticked everybody off right now, but they're going to talk. Yeah. And they're going to talk to their friends and they're going to say, To their friends. Yeah, but NBC treats their fans so bad. Good luck with the show that you're falling in love with on NBC. It's not going to last because that's how NBC rolls. Yeah. So right, right away. Now you've got, you know, you've got a bad rap being pinned on NBC because of this guy's comments because of word of mouth. It's going to spread like wildfire. Yeah.
2: It already has. It's all over the place. Yeah.
3: So, you know, even people who were not Chuck fans, are going to say, well, why should I invest my time in a show that, you know, NBC doesn't care about what I care about anyway,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: from what I've heard. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. people listen to people.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And especially in this day and age where social media is everything. Exactly. You know, you're not just talking to your neighbor anymore. You're talking to a thousand of your nearest and dearest online.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: That's uh, bad,
1: bad move, man. Bad Bad move. move. You think we'll see an apology? No way. You guys think? No? No. I don't know. I, you know, when he first was announced as president mm-hmm. of NBC, I had really high hopes because I was very impressed with what he had done with the USA network.
0: Oh yeah. Love, love that. You know,
1: he turned it into a real contender. I mean, it, right? It shows regularly draw equal or higher audiences than NBC does. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I was really hopeful and I thought, you know, and just the tone of the network I really liked. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting to see that and, and then it hasn't quite worked out that way. I mean, you got to give him some time. And then this comment was so just, it was just mean spirited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I just, I didn't expect that, but I wonder if he wasn't kind of under duress and just tired of hearing the -hmm. question. And, you know, my, my first reaction when I saw the question was probably the same as his, what,
2: why (laughs) are you asking that?
1: Uh, you know, so it may have come out of that and you just, uh, I'm trying to say kind of a heat of the moment, didn't mm-hmm. think it through. And no. I, I wonder if he won't say, you know what, that was a, a bad move and I should apologize for having said that. Yeah. In that way, heat, I don't know.
3: If it was a heat of the moment thing, then, then you know, it would, it would do well for him if he did do that. If he did come out and say, look, you know, I just was really frustrated or whatever, mm-hmm. but heat of the moment or not, yeah. you watch, you yeah. guard your words. You yeah. know, it's his and, job and he's, he's, to make the network look good. Exactly. Exactly. Just because of what you just said, what he did for USA. Great. Mm-hmm. Yay. But, you know, he didn't have I bet you he didn't have fans get up in his face and say, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Because he's had so much success over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'm sorry, but he's got no ground to stand on and to, you know, shake his finger in, in our face and say, you know, get over it. It's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move on.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of moving on, yeah. I guess yeah. we should move on. All right.
1: Hey, look, a good segue for Greg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always looking for them. I'll take them when I get them.
3: All right. Well, the ultimate villains showdown. Speaking of villains, uh-huh. the villains showdown. <laughs> For seasons one through four it was so much fun that we've launched our next tournament, the ultimate Chuck sing-off. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't mean that you have to call us up and leave your singing voice on the line for us. <laughs> We're not going to do anything no. with it. Sorry. <laughs> but this one is pretty challenging because there have been so many good songs used uh, for as great effect over the years. Yeah. Um, so which song will embark victorious? We don't know, but you can vote at chucktv.net.
0: Yeah, a Josh Schwartz show. Lots of great songs.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, Alex Turn- Petsavis is is the uh, music director there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She She's smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, when we compiled the list, we decided not to include every single song that's ever been used because that's over 300 songs. Mm-hmm. And it would have taken you like a day to get through round one. Yeah. So what we did was we chose songs that, based on... Um, that they were used in very, like a very important scene. Um, songs that had a lot of downloads through our music pages because we can see the numbers of how Mm -hmm. many people clicked through and downloaded something. Um, and so those told us, you know, what was really popular, what really resonated with bands. And then there were also songs that maybe didn't have a lot of downloads because maybe people already had them or, you know, they, they, um, like At Last by Etta James, a lot of people already had that or, you know, it was, it was, it resonated, but it wasn't something that they needed to buy or own. But it comes up in conversation when people mm. are talking about, Oh, my favorite scene was this and the music really played into that and all that stuff. So that is how we chose it. So some people have gotten a little snippy about <laughs> a certain song that's not on the list. And, and we also tried to kind of spread it out so that we didn't have, you know, every song from Chuck versus the ring in season two.
2: Mm. It was
1: tempting, but we didn't do that. Uh, we just picked, we picked a couple. So, it was a fairly representative list. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if your song is not on the list, I'm sorry. Feel free to make your own <laughs> poll
2: yeah. and ask
1: people to vote and see what they say in yeah. your poll. But for this, we've got, I think it's about 130, what is it? There's 66 polls in round one. We started with, so times two is 132 songs. Wow. it were in the original competition and it'll just go down from there. That's so this is going to take
0: fun. us a while. Yeah. <laughs> Awful lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, um, it is January 9th and wow, Chuck has done January 27th. That is only 18 days away. I'm pretty good at math. And, <laughs> uh, so 18 days away means that probably we're, we're starting to even plan our finale parties and uh even even if you're not having a big one uh i'm sure there're going to be some big ones especially in la where where most of the cast is um but you you might want to invite some friends over have some cheese balls and subway sandwiches and all the things you do at a, at a a regular chuck finale i want to urge you to take some pictures and send them in as uh we've had some galleries in the past at chucktv.net um i'm sure everybody would love to see your finale party dress up as one of the characters, don't dress up, bring cheese balls and grape soda or whatever you want to do. But uh, I think it'd be a great way to honor Chuck and celebrate the uh, the glorious but sad end.
1: Yes, we want to see how you guys celebrated. And of course, um, Liz and I will be hosting a virtual viewing party at ChuckTV.net that evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, you're welcome to join us if you'd like to.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, if and you're in Toronto, there we're gonna are... Try and stretch Sorry, go ahead.
3: We're gonna try. We're gonna try and stretch a subway sandwich from Chicago. Yeah, well,
0: if you're in Toronto, I have a few spaces left um, to come to my place. It's going to be a very intimate gathering, and I I think actually it's kind of neat because the the podcast started with shots of my Chuck nights uh, right. back in season one, and it'd be nice to have uh, a nice rip roaring one. And my my place is conveniently lo- located. One block from the subway, and the, uh, on the other side, a block the other way is a subway. So uh, <laughs> Very, very cool. So, so if, you, if so you, you want you're, So you're literally,
3: you're literally sandwiched in the middle, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so if you want to come to mind, just uh, tweet me or uh, send an email to mail at chuckpodcast.com. Love to have you. If there's space. <laughs>
1: yeah Yeah. suddenly gray has 150 people at his house yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool so we're gonna hear from our sponsors and then roll into our discussion of a casey centric kept man this week's featured sponsors have products that help your computer don't have enough pci slots in your computer magma.com can add more even high-end graphics or storage cards starting at eight hundred twenty nine dollars or take a look at netstore with pci expansion enclosures starting at 499. fx factory by noise industries powers hundreds of visual effects for final cut pro motion final cut express and adobe after effects part two of our sponsor messages will be after the episode discussion and we're back with chuck versus the kept man written by phil klemmer and craig de gregorio I love Phil. Um, you know, I thought that this episode was, it was fine. I don't think, it, I think, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. <laughs> We've had bang, 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 some incredible episodes for the last handful. And uh, actually really since the, the beginning of the season. And then we have Robert Greenblatt's comments. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I think I was a little bit soured by that. And I thought this episode, you know, there were some laughs. There were some decent moments. I didn't think it was maybe the strongest that, uh, that they've had. What, what did you guys think?
1: I agree with that. It was, it was fine. It was, it was good. It wasn't great. And I think coming on the heels of, uh, especially last week's episode, um, Chuck versus the baby, which was spectacular, mm-hmm. it just kind of, it was a little bit of a letdown. But on the other hand, I really am so glad that we got to see, casey's story uh it it wrapped up a little bit he got a little bit of closure he there was some character development you know Mm -hmm. he he used the l word he actually called gertrude his girlfriend
0: Mm -hmm. Um, which was cute
1: it was it was a big step for him you know he's getting in touch with his lady feelings
0: wore a sweater
1: (laughs) wore a sweater and a speedo (laughs) which we never got to see hello double standard (laughs) um Uh, But, you know, I, I think Adam Baldwin did a terrific job in this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, he, he's really shown us how, um, how much Casey is, how far Casey's come Mm -hmm. in the last four and a half seasons. Um, I, I was really happy with that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He was, I just kind of felt like meh at the end of the episode, you know, I, I didn't, again, I didn't hate it. Um, and you know, in the collection on the CD or the dVDs when they come so I'll you know, I'm not gonna skip over it but yeah. it it didn't do anything for me I mean I really didn't have much to think back and say oh I love that moment you know um not really i I do love Casey and Gertrude together and I still say that they're gonna wrap up that um at the last episode with them going off and they're gonna be you know Volkoff industries and or not Volkov. You know what I'm talking about. Verbansky <laughs> Corp. Verbansky, yeah. Um, yeah. And they're just going to go off and they're just going to be happy doing their missions. And that's how they're just going to be. But I don't know. I, yeah. I just didn't really care too much about the episode. There, it was funny, the Jeff and Lester thing, breaking yeah. through and finding finding yeah. the castle. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they um, downplay that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Way to go, Morgan
2: yeah he
1: <laughs> did his best he
3: did his yeah. best did.
2: Yeah. how cool
1: was that mission yeah, yeah. That was, well and you know and they didn't even alert anybody else to what was going on that there was even a threat of discovery mm-hmm. they just handled it yeah and yeah yeah but i i need to get shots i hope by the time this is released we have some screen caps of jeff's board yeah. so we can, we can kind of put that along with uh chuck's uh tron poster yeah yeah. You know, and kind of see, because there were things as I just briefly scanned over, it's like, oh my God, oh my gosh, he totally, yeah, he's putting all of this together. He even had some Bryce Larkin stuff on there.
0: Oh, he did. Really, I, 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 missed that. I, didn't, I didn't scrutinize. Which
1: I don't remember wow. ever. I mean, how did he ever know about Bryce Larkin? How
2: did you know yeah. that? he know oh. that? I don't
1: think he ever came to the Biomore.
2: Yeah. But maybe
1: it was just, you know, Chuck maybe commented, you know, Sarah's ex or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I need to look that over closely and and see what all he put together because that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, CIA on there. Mhm. Um, and he had
1: Chuck, you know, he had a little thing next to Chuck's picture that said "Analyst or Agent."
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. there's Colonel reti- uh-huh. and re- I, for Casey there was Colonel mm-hmm. and uh, and retired for uh, Sarah there was wife and assassin. Uh huh, and it was also way too hot for Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, was
1: really awesome. And then it I, was
3: interesting to me that they, he referred to him as the um inner uh, the asset so
1: that interested me.
0: Yeah, yeah, some really really interesting stuff.
1: I'm telling you, a drug free Jeff is a smart Jeff. Yeah,
0: yeah there was something mm-hmm. about a poster. Oh, no, Tron I don't think I said- poster. actually it actually said Tron poster on it.
1: Huh. Yeah. Wow. We need the screen caps. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there, there's and even some stuff get about, there and see it? about Karina.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cause Karina has been in the Yeah.
0: yeah
1: hmm
0: And, and he has the name Charles Carmichael.
1: Yeah. Cause I think someone has called the Bymore looking for Charles Carmichael before or come in yeah. and asked for that. So that makes sense. Yeah. We need, we need to examine what Jeff found out. Yeah. And then, um, Lester and drag. Oh my goodness. And he even got the wind machine, slow-mo treatment. Yeah. Just, that was so funny. Yeah. I gotta say,
3: I gotta say, I'm going on record as saying Lester's probably got about as, his legs are probably as sexy as Sarah's.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, Am I wrong?
2: They had fun am with that. Wrong?
1: I don't you know, I didn't actually notice. I was so stunned at what I was seeing. I wasn't really focusing, I guess, on his face. It was like, that last scene. Yeah. That's right. It was that scene where you know, I'm, I don't know, it was funny. Oh, when they were walking away? When
2: yeah. they were
3: walking away. Good I guess I I need
1: to rewind a lot. Yes. Again. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah There's a the screen
3: cap that you can bl- up you know. <laughs> Whose um, legs are sexier? There's Nicole. Paul. Oh yeah, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um this, you know, and, and it was funny. I I hit a point in this episode where I was wondering if the if the uh the C story um with Jeff and Lester was going to end up being more fun than the other two. Um luckily I th- I think the last half of the episode was stronger. Mm-hmm. The, and you know what it was to me? I think was that um, as much as in it, and I've learned this through the, the TV writer podcast, I interview a lot of, um, comedy writers and, and comedy writing teachers. And what they, w- what they always say is that as much as something may be about comedy, the, the, the plot part of it, the drama part of it has to work as well. You have to be able to remove the comedy and it still functions as a story. Mm-hmm. And basically they, we didn't figure out anything that was going on about Gertrude's, Real intentions until past halfway through the episode, and I I felt like it you know a third two thirds like up to a, a third of the way in even up to half of the way in kind of just not even knowing where it was heading mm-hmm. and it, and that kind of insecure feeling does not play for the comedy. It, the comedy's got to have a root in order for it to be to be funny, even even yeah. in, a, in a just um, broad sitcom. Mm-hmm. It still has to have that root. So I guess maybe that was what was bugging me about the episode.
1: Yeah. And I felt like, uh, I don't know, they they could have taken the the Sarah thinks she's pregnant thing down a notch or two. Mm-hmm. Um, at first I was fine with it. You know, the, the holding the stomach and the running to the bathroom in the morning and smelling the pizzas going bad. But the longer that went on and Chuck wasn't figuring it out, the more I was like, "Okay, let's go, let's,
0: let's." Yeah, like to to me, it felt like kind of like a, a 40 minute episode that was dragged out to 60 minutes. Like it seemed like a lot mm-hmm. a lot of the gags, not just that one, but the whole gag with Casey. It was just strung on too long without anything exactly new coming mm-hmm, in. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. And I think and that
1: again, that's yeah. because of the last few episodes we've had plot development, plot development, plot development, character growth, character growth, character growth. Just bam, bam, bam. And in this one, it was like,
0: okay, where are, are,
1: I get it. Can we make the? Can the characters figure it out yet? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Yeah. And and you know, it's it's bound to happen. Like it, you well, know, as <laughs> as stories come out, they probably had some. They had to get from A to B. They had to bring out certain stuff in KC. They had to bring out certain stuff, like with Jeff and Lester finding out at the end, that's got to mm-hmm. play into a, a plot further on. And maybe they just didn't didn't have to, enough to connect the dots, to to bridge the gap. Enough, story Yeah, to...
1: not enough content. It, yeah. That's what it was. It felt like more filler than than anything, which kind of bothers me because that's, you know, it's a Casey episode. It feels like nobody really knows how to write for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking back and pretty much every Casey centric episode kind of feels like there's not quite enough content. They're not quite sure what to do with the B and C story to fill it in.
0: Well, I mean, Tic Tac like Tic Tac was, but the thing is they, they just, they had a lot of backstory to cover to fill mm-hmm. everything. And also a lot of great action with the, the, the Colonel character and, and yeah, a great villain where with this one, um, the, the whole Gertrude thing interfered mm-hmm. with that. You didn't have a great villain. You also didn't have any new backstory to bring in. And right. So, the, the whole yeah. point
1: was Casey loves Gertrude. Yeah. He acknowledges that he is in love with her and he tells her that. And it kind of, you know, it showed us more about how their relationship is structured, you know, that she likes to be in control. And it seems to me he's fine with that as long as it's not, outrageous. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't like the whole uh, luxury vacation to South Beach. On He didn't like being lied to. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other thing, too, is that Gertrude was out of character for the first half hour. Like, I, the first time yes. I, I genuinely felt that they connected was when she said um, we might get shot. You know, when she's talking about mm-hmm. going to that tough Dresden. place. Dresden. Dresden, yeah. yeah. Dresden is going to be tough. We might get shot. It's like, that was the real Mm-hmm. Casey Gertrude moment for me, and the rest yeah. of it it like her wanting to relax in the sun and all that as much as it might have been for a ruse, it just didn't feel in character for her,
3: yeah, it was odd yeah. to see her kind of uh you know by the be- by the pool, you know sexy get up and mm-hmm. not in a black you know head to toe black mm-hmm. uniform
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, but in the end, um you know I think. We we got a little bit of closure or, or a little at least further down the path for the end of the story for Casey.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it seems pretty obvious, as Liz has been saying for weeks, that it will involve Gertrude. Mm-hmm. But there's also another woman in his life. And I really loved that. Yeah. And that he did sit down and watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> and that <laughs> joke at the end. <laughs> oh, she's in trouble now. She's at yeah. the wrong court. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's such a guy
2: thing to do.
0: Yeah, which which actually, yeah. uh, uh, Kristen Newman told me that all of the Chuck writers get together to watch Downtown Abbey. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Here <laughs> they had good taste. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. So it was a little inside joke. Oh, yeah. and speaking of inside jokes, the list of baby names. Did you
0: see it? Uh, I, you know, I uh, didn't register. Levi.
1: Levi oh. was on the list of baby names. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was cute. Yes,
3: it was indeed.
2: Uh huh. Yeah.
3: Little Levi. Yeah. Little Levi Bartowski. How cute! How cute! Yeah. All right, I gotta say, uh, Ryan McPartlin.
0: Yes, that was fun. when he
3: when he came out dressed in the white jacket, yeah. the yeah. bow tie, the glasses, slicked back hair. I'm a very happily married woman, but my knees got a little <laughs> bit weak.
2: <laughs>
1: that is a good look. Yeah. He's uh, was- he looks good and formal. He can pull off the 007 spy look pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Now this is the third time in 10 episodes that he has role played as a spy.
0: Mm-hmm. And fun yeah, every time. time.
1: <laughs> yeah. This time it was without Ellie, but. You know, she's done it the two other times. I'm I'm really wondering what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. That's not an accident that they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess it's something to talk about in the spoiler section. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, so uh, it it wasn't a bad episode. It just wasn't anything to write home about. Um, and uh, I I am looking forward to the next four. It's hard to say that there's only four, but I think that <sighs> there's some awesome, awesome stuff coming, and we will talk yeah. about that in the spoilers. Yes. So uh, I guess if that's all we have, um, we'll see you next time. Make sure you do watch Chuck. Friday's at 8, 7 Central. And uh, thanks for watching. Spoilers are coming, so if you don't want spoilers, you know the drill. Red Giant's Magic Bullet Suite can give you Hollywood style looks and special effects as simply as with a single click. For a short time only, get Magic Bullet Mojo for only $49. Starting your own podcast? You need an audio interface to get sound in. Go to presonus.com for a wide range of affordable yet high quality options. And if you're a photographer, you can get a lot more out of your camera with high dynamic range photography. Made possible by Photomatix Software. And we're back with spoilers, which are going to end soon. Pretty soon. We won't have any spoilers. But for this week, we do. Mel.
1: We have the synopsis for next week's episode, episode 510. It's called Chuck versus Bo Derek, or as the promo would say, Chuck versus Bo Freaking Derek. <laughs> yeah. Morgan faces <laughs> the consequences of his time as the Intersect when he must piece together a lost weekend in Vail. Mm. Bo Derek and Angus McFadden guest star. And as Chuck and Sarah try to realize a new, safer future, Morgan's past as the Intersect sends him them to Vail on one last mission where they enlist the help of an unlikely source, the legendary Bo Derek.
0: <laughs> as herself. As herself. <laughs>
1: Elsewhere, Jeff and Lester continue their own spy mission. Interesting. Now, um, Fedak told me, I I email him after every episode and this week it was to apologize because I once at the beginning of the season told him I was afraid Sarah was losing her edge Hmm. and I'd email after she ran over a dude um, following, you know, after two episodes of her being amazing and awesome and then she runs over a guy I was like, you know, I think I owe you an apology. (laughs) Um, Anyway, he said, uh, next week it gets crazy. Wow said, yeah, I kind of got that. It looks it looks insane. That promo, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Morgan's back with the frosted tips. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I noticed that, too. Um, <laughs> Either this is a flashback or he's going to go undercover
1: so that he can be recognized by somebody. I don't know. Yeah. I think he has to go undercover because Chuck's with him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And Bo Derek comes up and lays one on him. Yeah. So apparently they have a history. Yeah. One would think well, anything with
3: Morgan that heavily involved is definitely labeled crazy
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: destined for craziness.
2: Yeah. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. A last weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Well, the official
3: synopsis for the final two episodes of Chuck were released last week, giving us a few clues about how the show will wrap. First is episode five twelve, Chuck versus Sarah.
2: Mm. Uh,
3: yeah, there's been a lot of speculation about this. Sarah must keep a secret from Chuck in order to accomplish a mission. Angus McFadden, I always say his name wrong, sorry, guest stars Nicholas Quinn. After a harrowing then Sarah returns to Chuck with a huge secret. Meanwhile, Ellie and Awesome are presented with a new opportunity that could change their lives.
0: Wow. Spies. They're
3: going to be
2: spies.
1: <laughs> they have to be. Uh,
3: right?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: uh-huh. But with baby Clara, what are they gonna I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But you know, Sarah's got another secret. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a false, I think that was a false negative on the pregnancy test. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, what was with the peace sign? What is that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. So,
1: and and you know, after that was finished, I couldn't help but think, well, what about all the symptoms she was having?
2: Exactly. What never mm-hmm.
1: explained it. I, I think I don't know. I think actually, peace sign means like too soon to tell or something. Because who would use a peace sign to say you're not pregnant?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like anti-pregnancy. <laughs> it's like yeah.
1: you'll be at peace. You have no kid. You know, there's there's nothing growing in there. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it here. I thought it was just the way Chuck was reading one of the symbols.
3: I didn't know there was actually
2: uh, a peace uh-huh. sign there. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's that up right down.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what's that? An arrow?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and so here's the synopsis for the final episode of Chuck. Chuck versus the goodbye, or our internal title, Chuck versus the Kleenex. (laughs) Uh, Chuck's final mission brings him back to his roots as he fights to save his future. Angus McFadden and Linda Hamilton guest star. Yay! Chuck Mm -hmm. enlists his family, friends, and some unexpected allies as he races to stop Nicholas Quinn, guest star Angus McFadden from Braveheart, we all know that, well, Braveheart's one of my favorite movies, anyway, from destroying everything Chuck has built over the past five years. Mm. Time machine? (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) It's the Tron poster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now, this, this Nicholas Quinn character, he's our final big bad. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think that when, that it wasn't just the fact that we were seeing Morgan, um, you know, this last weekend, um, that had, uh, Fedak saying that things are going to get crazy. I think it's because that, uh, 510 is the first episode that Nicholas Quinn appears in and things are really starting to move for the end game. Mm. Because he's there through the finale. So. Yeah. Something something major is going on with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Just a few left.
1: Yep. Just a few. Cool. Chuck versus the Kleenex.
0: Yep. Chuck versus the Kleenex.
1: <laughs> so, We're all getting a little bit quiet over here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I guess on that note, invest in Kleenex. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you next time.
2: Ciao.
3: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.